right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everyone, to this Monday edition of Hearts Home Half, hosted by yours truly, Austin Hart. We got a pretty big slate lined up for today's episode. We're going to be highlighting a multitude of different topics, including the Heat's big couple of wins over this past weekend, a record-setting night for the Panthers earlier this week, a new deal for Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard. We'll break that down a little bit. Um, Some increased competition in the standings for the Lightning as they inch closer to the playoffs. And we'll go over some weekend results of college baseball here in the state of Florida. So we'll jump right into it and we'll start out with the Miami Heat first because, yes, pun intended, they have been on fire once again. Seemingly with each passing game, they just continue to tighten their grip on this Eastern Conference. I mean, they're they're looking fantastic sitting at the top right now. Um, they're really, really looking to grab that number one seed with only three games left in the regular season. They have the Hornets, the Hawks, and the Magic to round out their season. They are now two full games clear of Boston in the standings, and they're two and a half games clear of both Philadelphia and Milwaukee, so in a very, very good spot with only a few games remaining here in the season. But in talking about this past weekend, the Heat put together a great couple of days on Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday, they beat up on the inconsistent Chicago Bulls with a final score of 127-109 to and then took care of business once again. The next night when they played the Raptors uh, with a final score of 114-109, to Um, In the win over the Bulls, Jimmy Buckets, 22 points, but Hero and Lowry both had 19 right alongside him, and this was actually the game that marked the first time that the Heat hit the 50-win mark in a season since the 2013 and 2014 season. Now, you may be thinking they've they've definitely hit that since then. I mean, they've been a great team, and I actually thought the same thing, but the closest they got was actually in their pandemic-shortened year where uh, they made their run to the finals in the bubble, and they went 44-29 and that year. So uh, just a couple wins short of the 50-win mark, just because of the pandemic actually shortening that season. But reverting back to this weekend, the next night uh, on Sunday when the Heat played the Raptors in what was Kyle Lowry's actually first return uh, to Toronto since departing, became an all-out war last night with some drama late, but the Heat were able to close out that victory behind a big 23-point night for Max Struess, uh, with Jimmy Butler sitting out that night, and Victor Oladipo, a season-high 21 points for him in this game. Lowry came back with 16 points and 10 assists, had a great game himself. Um, so uh, honestly, just a great couple of days here for the Miami Heat. Put together some fantastic games against some really, really good East teams. And again, just continuing to solidify uh, why they should be locking up that number one seed in the Eastern Conference heading into the playoffs. So I think we need to keep this South Florida vibe rolling and talk about the Panthers for a little bit because they had a historic night last Thursday, March 31st, when they beat the Blackhawks 4-0, to shut them out at home. They got their 28th home win of the season, which sets a club record for the Florida Panthers. So congratulations to them on that. Sergei Bobrovsky got his third shutout of the season, and Alexander Barkov also contributed two goals, as he usually does. Um, But Jonathan Huberdeau got his 71st assist, which is an NHL record by a left winger. And I know that he's not done yet because that night 
he was three points away. That's either a goal or an assist away from breaking Alexander's Barkov, Alexander Barkov's record of 96 points in the 2018-2019 season. Since then, the Florida Panthers outscored the Devils in a 7-6 comeback win on Saturday night in OT. It was incredible. They were down 6-2 in the game, had to come all the way back uh, to eventually top the Devils in overtime. Jonathan Huberto gets two assists in that game and ties Barkov's club record at 96. Then, they play the Buffalo Sabres on Sunday. (laughs) Jonathan Huberto is able to get that goal and break the record with 97 total points, eclipsing Barkov's record in uh, 2018-2019. So absolutely fantastic work from Jonathan Huberdeau this season, setting that club record. I mean, just super, super, super impressive to continue watching this guy grow as a player and with this team and then to showcase all the amazing talent that he has because uh, there's no shortage of it, I'll tell you that. But really just great wins for the Panthers to be able to get over the Devils and the Sabres this weekend. And they're actually the first team in the NHL to clinch themselves a playoff spot. So once again, congratulations to the Florida Panthers. They have already solidified their spot into the playoffs and into the race for the Stanley Cup. Okay, so before we move away from South Florida for a little bit, I think we should real quick highlight... The Xavier Howard deal from the Dolphins, the new five-year deal that they just gave him a couple days ago. Very, very interesting, and I'm really interested to hear all my Dolphins fans' thoughts about this as well, because I know there's been kind of two sides to the deal. Some fans have been upset about it. Some fans are really happy about it, so interested to know what you guys think about it as well. But I'll go over the details a little bit. So the Dolphins gave him completely a new five-year deal while he was still under contract for three more years and do about $39 million. So this new five-year deal is going to give him about $50 million in new money and can total his potential earnings over the next five years at $90 million. So I, I, I feel pretty good about this signing, I think, for the most part. Um, kind of on the outside looking in type of thing. I, I'm, I'm again, I'm interested to know what you guys think as well. But I mean, he's he's a good player. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, a, a two-time league leader in interceptions, and I really see him as as a cornerstone of that Dolphins defense, a real big leader for that team. And um, but I, I've also seen other sides of the story where people are saying, you know, maybe he's overpaid a little bit. That amount of money isn't really worth the talent that he has or that five years was too much because he's going to be 29 when the season starts and in terms of cornerback age he's starting to get up there a little bit so I'm kind of interested to know what you guys think about it as well I just think the craziest thing about all of this is that just last July I remember he was requesting a trade on Instagram because his current contract situation He was so unhappy with it, and now here we are. He just got a brand new deal from the Dolphins, and he's probably going to be locked up with them for a very, very good time to come here in the future. Now it's time here for, I think, us to shift our focus across the state a little bit, and we go over to the Bay and talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've had a, a, couple, a couple up and down games over the past few uh, games, and they're kind of in a predicament in the standings right now, tied for second with the red-hot 
Toronto Maple Leafs that have kind of just crept up on them out of nowhere. The Toronto Maple Leafs have won four of their last five and seven of their last ten. They're really turning it on at the right point in the season, right behind their leading goal scorer in Austin Matthews. So for the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, the, you know, the, all these next games are going to be very, very big as we continue to fight for a very good uh, position in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But over the past couple games, the Lightning were able to get the win uh, over the Hurricanes 4-3 last Tuesday, and then a win over the Blackhawks 5-2 on Friday night. But unfortunately, a tough shootout loss was suffered on Saturday night against a very, very poor Canadiens team. Uh, that's just a really unfortunate loss to get to see a heartbreaker, honestly, uh, against a team that has not been playing very well all season. Really one of those that you need to go in and like automatically win because they are so bad. Um, but yeah, that, that definitely hurt them in terms of the standings and the Maple Leafs being as hot as they are, coming up to tie with us and being in the same position as us. Uh, the Lightning and the Maple Leafs are going to have to duke it out tonight. That's right, we're recording this on Monday. So tonight, the Lightning and the Maple Leafs will be playing in Tampa Bay. Both teams are at 93 points in the Atlantic Division. So this game is going to be for sole second place in that Atlantic Division and is really going to give an upper edge in momentum uh, to the, that winning team tonight. The Lightning, they're led by Steven Stamkos and his team leading 32 goals. Hedman leading the team with 47 assists this season. And obviously, you cannot discount the play of Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, both coming off of injuries earlier this year, and both have been showcasing their phenomenal talents, as they usually do, and getting a lot of the younger talents involved as well this year with the Lightning uh, has, has been really, really great to watch them develop and grow with the team, along with those older veterans and leaders as well. Honestly, it's really interesting. I'm looking at the line for the game right now, and the Lightning are minus 130 at this time on the money line. Looking really, really juicy. I might have to take that, honestly. And uh, it's it's over 6.5 goals at this point. I might want to bet that down and just go over 6 goals just so you get that push possibility. But I, I do think this is going to be a game where either one of these teams is going to run up the score or both of these teams are going to be scoring back and forth and they're going to run it up just a little bit. Um, so I think this could be a potentially potentially over game uh, in terms of goal scoring. But it'll be really, really fun to watch. We're going to be rooting lightning all the way. Again, a super, super pivotal game as they're fighting for sole second place in the Atlantic Division and continuing to try and clinch a playoff spot. So to round this conversation out today, I think we should hit a little college baseball, one of my favorite topics. And specifically in the state of Florida, a very up and down weekend. A couple of big ranked teams get taken down, but some other teams have a lot more success here in the state. Start out number 14, Florida gets swept by number 23, Georgia, this weekend in Athens. Some lackluster pitching from the Gators and a big offensive series by the Bulldogs gives Georgia the sweep. As SEC play continues for the Gators this week, it's just going to be really tough as they continue to look to find that consistent formula that provides performance for them on the mound. Uh, number five, Florida State. They had a tough weekend this weekend as well, getting swept by their ACC opponent. And number 16, Notre Dame, when they came to visit Tallahassee, 
FSU is going to look to bounce back this week when they play Jacksonville, Stetson, and then hosting Georgia Tech the next weekend. Number 17, Miami was actually able to dominate their ACC opponent in Duke this weekend um, with an easy sweep. But they'll be definitely looking ahead on a very busy week facing off against FGCU, FIU, and Virginia over the weekend, all games in Miami. And then down in Boca Raton, FAU baseball was able to work a sweep this weekend at Rice University. And in Orlando, UCF was able to get a sweep over their American Conference opponent, USF, on the war on I-4. So very, very interesting week this week in college baseball. Definitely some some tough series for some bigger uh, ranked teams in the state, but this weekend seems to be very, very busy in terms of how many games are going to be played for each team. So we're going to see how these rankings shake out and how each team is going to be looking uh, as they continue play, especially in conference next weekend. I think that's just about going to wrap it up for me on this episode of Hearts Home Half. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I know it's a little bit on the shorter side uh, this episode, but again, like I say, every episode, we're going to get you in and out in under 30 minutes of the best Florida sports news around. I'm going to be your best source for all things Florida sports. So once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Austin Hart, and we'll see you next time on Hearts Home Half.